Hello and welcome to the Zurich Life podcast. My name is Ian Slattery and I'm joined today by my colleague Richard Temperley, Head of Investment Development. Together we'll be looking at the investment market performance and discussing Zurich's current fund positioning. The Zurich Life podcast is available to download through the SoundCloud app and also on zurich.ie. You can also subscribe through both iOS and Android, which will allow you to download and listen offline. This investment podcast does not constitute an offer and should not be taken as a recommendation from Zurich Life. Advice should always be sought from an appropriately qualified professional. Good morning, Richard. Uh, We're currently preparing for our September seminars, but if we look back on last month uh, for a couple of minutes, what did we see throughout the month of August? It does tend to be uh, a bit of a quiet month, but what did we see across investment markets? Well, good morning, Ian. August actually was a, a poor month for equities. We saw a move from risk assets like equities into supposedly risk-free assets like bonds and gold and so on. Um, So that was uh, quite a marked move. We have had a good run for equities this year, um, but August was a negative month. It was, um, losses were lessened by the fact that the euro once again was slightly weak, which meant that overseas returns for eurozone investors were not quite as big as local currency returns. But it was a poor month for equities and a strong month for government bonds and gold. There are always concerns across the market or, or evident in the market. Um, what are we looking quite closely at the moment in terms of threats to the market and, and what might have been some of the things uh, that markets reacted to throughout the month of August? Yes, well, we've talked to the last few podcasts about how some of the negatives have been put on the back burner. Uh, they came forward uh, during the month of August, things like the US-China trade tensions, came to the fore. We also had uh, worries about economic growth, uh, particularly outside the US. So some of these negatives that were in the background in the previous months uh, came came to the fore uh, in August. Uh, However, we feel that the the sort of the fear premium seen in some of the safe haven um, assets like bonds and gold, we believe that the, the, that, that may move back towards equity markets, but we feel that people are being a little bit over negative at the moment. The uh, indicators that talk about um, people's um, investors' view on the market are in quite negative territory at the moment. We think it's too negative and we think that the positives that are there for bonds will come back. And we think that equities might perform reasonably well in the next couple of months, particularly given the fact that equities are much better value than government bonds. And on a standalone basis, equities are around fair value. So we have seen a positive year to date for equities, Richard, but a negative month overall throughout the month of August. Was there much difference on a geographical basis across different equity markets? Well, uh, yes, but to take your your, your first point, um, yes, markets have been strong this year, despite the fact they were off by just over 1% during August. Uh, the world equity market in euro terms is up nearly 19% year to date. So a very strong year for equities, of course, following a very poor fourth quarter of the previous year. So equities have done well. Um, during the month of August, we saw um, a wide range of returns. Uh, the best performing market actually was Europe, which was down about 1%. And the worst was Hong Kong, which was down over 7%. And of course, Hong Kong is suffering because of political turmoil uh, in, in, in that region. So a, a wide range of returns, but most importantly, the US stock market was uh, down just under 2%, so not, not a big fall there. And in euro terms, not much of a, a fall at all from the US for, from US returns for a eurozone investor. And, and sector-wise, what sort of deviations did we see there? Well, for much of this year, we've seen cyclical stocks outperform defensive stocks. 
Um, but at this, uh, in the month of August, it was a very particular type of defensive areas that performed well, what we call the bond proxy sectors. And we'll be talking about bonds in a moment, but government bonds performed very strongly during August. Uh, and the sectors that would be considered to be bond proxies like you know, utilities, telecoms, uh, also performed very well in August. You, you've mentioned there bond proxies in equities performing well, but in terms of the actual bonds, which you said uh, saw some inflows throughout the month, what were some of the numbers there? Okay, well, we've had a, as mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, we've had, um, you know, a, a move last month into safe haven uh, assets. Um, and one of those is government bonds, although you could, you could question now how safe they really are, given the fact that many bond markets yields are in, in negative territory. But uh, for the month of August, bonds, the Eurozone government bond index was up about 3.6%. And year to date, it's up an exceptional 15.7%. You rarely see bond markets rise so much uh, in, a, in an eight-month period that we, we, we've seen this year. So pretty extraordinary gains for bonds driven by uh, you know, weak Eurozone economic data, um, particularly in manufacturing. We have benign inflation and we've got an increasingly dovish ECB and we do expect a rate cut from the ECB uh, later on this year. So we have seen this uh, say exceptional move in government bonds driving yields in many European markets down into negative territory. So, for example, the German 10-year bond yield moved from minus 0.44% at the beginning of August to minus 0.7% at the end, which is quite an unusual situation. And it means that if you buy a, a German 10-year bond today, you're guaranteed a significant loss if you hold those bonds to maturity. You've, you've alluded to it a, a number of times already, but we do see the uh, shifting expectations with central banks. And September looks like it could be a key month, uh, both, side of the, both sides of the Atlantic. Um, in terms of what the ECB, what we might see, are there some kind of market expectations in terms of the numbers? Yeah, we're expecting a slight cut in uh, rates. Remember, they're in negative territory already um, of minus 0.4%. We expect a further cut to minus 0.5%, perhaps at the end of this month. And in the US, we had at the end of July, we had the first rate cut in a decade, and we're expecting two more rate cuts before the end of this year. So a big shift in America, particularly from where we were a year ago, where interest rates were rising. Now we expect interest rates uh, to, to continue to fall. And that's a very strong driver for bonds and equities. Moving to commodities. Um we saw gold caught some headlines throughout the month and it's it's something we hold in our Prisma ranges and it's also a standalone fund. So what were some of the numbers that we saw in not only in gold, but, but in other commodities such as oil and copper? Okay, well, as I mentioned earlier on, gold is seen as one of these safe haven assets uh, and we've seen a big move up in gold during the month of August, up about 7%. Other, other commodities didn't perform so well. Uh, the oil price was down, copper price were down. So really it was, um, you know, and I suppose some of these commodities are came off because if you worry that economic growth is going to be weaker, then commodity prices normally follow suit. Uh, gold was the exception for the reason I gave. Thank you. And finally, um, how are we currently positioned uh, across our funds, in particular our multi-asset ranges? Yes, we are um, well-weighted in equities across our multi-asset uh, por portfolios all of our multi-asset funds were towards the upper end of ranges for, for, for equities. And uh, the reasons for that I've mentioned already, we believe that equities are much better value than government bonds. 
Uh, they are reasonably valued on a standalone basis, on a price earnings multiple basis, and we are still seeing positive earnings growth. And for those three reasons, we continue to favour equities in our portfolios. Our bond positions, we are less of a bias to bonds. We're below benchmark in the actual number of bonds we hold at the percentage of, of our portfolios in bonds. But from a, for tactical reasons, we have brought the duration of our bonds back to neutral because bonds are performing so well. Thank you, Richard. Well, that brings us to the end of our monthly investment update. And thank you, our listeners, for your time also. As always, for more information on our fund range and to catch up on our latest investment news, please visit Zurich.ie. Past performance is not a reliable guide to future performance. Benefits may be affected by changes in currency exchange rates. The value of your investment may go down as well as up. If you invest in these funds, you may lose some or all of the money you invest. Zurich Life Assurance PLC is regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland.